Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Today's show is going to be something that I am very passionate about. And I am hoping that before the show is over, you will be feeling passionate about this as well. The title of today's show, this episode, is called, Is Patriotism Dead? Is Patriotism Dead? Think about that. Uh, trashing of America by Americans. You know, this is something that has been going on for a while, but has, it has never been as clear and as frightening as what happened this past weekend, the weekend of July 4th, the birthday of America, Independence Day, the day that we celebrate the signing of the Declaration of Independence, making us a free nation. Uh, this was a weekend when people who hated America were out in great numbers, not just individual people, but even more frightening, uh, institutions, things that we count on, like National Public Radio and the New York Times, National Geographic, and so on. And I was getting progressively depressed <laughs> over, uh, over uh, July 4th weekend, seeing all of this. And um, I came across a song uh, by Aaron Lewis called Am I the Only One? And we're going to be playing this for you now, the first part of it. And um, listen to the words. This is an amazing song that really says it all. And when we come back, I will um, talk about some examples of these things that have been happening, trashing America, Americans and American institutions trashing America, and uh, we'll talk more about that. And, and basically, you know, I, I'm saying in more words and without singing uh, what he is saying in this incredible song. So take a listen. Something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge Of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks of taking All the good we got And turning it back Hell I'll be damned I think I'm turning Into my old man Am I the only one willing to bleed or take a bullet for being free? Screaming what the hell at my TV for telling me, yeah, are you telling me that I'm the only one willing to fight for my love of the red and white and the blue? Burn. Another statue coming 
Yes. Now, if you didn't get chills or a tear uh, listening to this song, then you don't really know what's going on in America. And, you know, I feel bad talking about this on one level. I feel bad talking about this topic today, all of the things that I'm going to bring out that I think uh, not a lot of people know about, really, certainly not all of them together, because I know that this show is listened to not just by Americans, of course, it's primarily America, but it just goes all over the world, including in places like uh, Russia and China and um, North Korea. And um, so, you know, it's, it's embarrassing that these are the kinds of things that are happening in America, not to mention that it, you know, makes people think that uh, perhaps we're more vulnerable now. But um, I am doing this because, because this is something that all Americans have to wake up to. You know, you hear the term woke, everybody should get woke, right? Well, people need to wake up to what is really going on. So let me, without further ado... Uh, tell you about some of these things that I'm talking about. I'm going to be telling you about what National Public Radio did. They usually read the Declaration of Independence every year on July 4th. And this year it came with a a warning about the flaws and hypocrisies. That's in quotes, flaws and hypocrisies, that's what they said. Uh, about the, the Declaration of Independence. Then I'm going to tell you about the New York Times. They published an article entitled, A Fourth of July Symbol of Unity That May No Longer Unite. And they were referring to the American flag. Um, the Public Broadcasting Service, for their July 4th special, diminished the Star Spangled Banner as if it wasn't the only national anthem because they added what's called the Black National Anthem at the end of the broadcast. National, now, you know, this is not um, pause here. (laughs) Um, Let me me tell you, make it clear, that I am not racist in any way, shape, or form. But, um, as I will explain in a bit, these things, you know, the Star-Spangled Banner, the uh, Declaration of Independence, the flag... Uh, the National Anthem, all of this, um, well, the Star-Spangled Banner, all of this is for all Americans. They're not for white Americans only. They're for everybody. Then also uh, National Geographic, you know, you don't think of National Geographic as uh, doing bad things, but they tweeted about an unscientific article, a study, that claimed that July 4th fireworks are racist. Wait till you hear that. And then finally... 
a black congressman uh, says she won't celebrate Independence Day at all. This is a black congressman, right? <laughs> if she, she's claiming that, uh, you know, this freedom doesn't apply to her, how the, how, did, how the heck did she get to be a congresswoman? You know, for most of these things, the people who are complaining the most uh, about lack of opportunity and so on, like the Olympic athletes, um, are ones who have been, in fact, uh, have, have had their good fortune, their position bestowed upon them by all the freedom in America. And then the song that you heard, let me just uh, remind you, that was by Aaron Lewis, a um, country rock star. And it's called Am I the Only One? And I suggest that when you finish listening to this, that you look it up and play it all for yourself. Um, it is an amazing song. I have, <laughs> I've been having it going all weekend and today. And, um, you know, there, there's, that, that's sort of the inspiration. That is the one hope that there are people out there like Aaron Lewis who um, feels passionately about this, as I do. So, no, he is not the only one. At least <laughs> I'm there, too. Um, and I am hoping that by the end of this show, many of you will be there, too, as well, in terms of deciding to do something, um, whether it's joining a group in your state, in your city, in your neighborhood, uh, donating to groups that are, that are patriotic that are all for um, the signs, you know, not, uh, not turning your back on the national anthem, not um, dissing, you know, all of the, these, these signs, these, their symbols. I mean, basically, when you turn your back on the flag, for example, you're turning your back on America. And it creates self-loathing, it creates depression. Uh, this is not what America needs, particularly at a time after covid or as we're hoping it's going to be the end of COVID. Uh, this is not what we need um, to help us get back to the way things were. All right, so let me start with um, the first thing, uh, the National Public Radio, what they did. So as I was starting to say, they, every year on July 4th, they read the um, Declaration of Independence. And this year... They gave a warning. Um, they said that it was filled with uh, flaws and deeply ingrained hypocrisies. Um, they claimed it had a racial slur. They wrote uh, that, uh, they wrote, quote, but after last summer's protests and our national reckoning on race, the words in the document land differently. Uh, it's quote, it famously declares that all men are created equal, even though women, enslaved people, and indigenous Americans were not held as equal at the time. The key words there are at the time. Um, yes, of course, we would probably all agree that that, you know, was uh, that at that time, women, enslaved people, and indigenous Indigenous Americans were not held as equal, but America has come a, a far way since then, as evidenced by these people who are complaining about it. Um, okay, so then the, the one thing, they, they conclude their uh, article, you know, they read this on the radio, but they concluded an article that they wrote and social media and so on with 
The Declaration is a document with flaws and deeply ingrained, ingrained hypocrisies, but it also laid the foundation for our collective aspirations, our hopes for what America could be. And that is absolutely true. And um, they are, you know, unfortunately adding to, um, to America, you know, this, we're supposed to be celebrating America's birthday, fireworks and all, you know, and, uh, and, and trashing all of this does not do anyone any good. So NPR got a lot of Twitter response. Um, they, a lot of people were angry at them for basically trashing the Declaration of Independence, you know, what we celebrate on Independence Day. Uh, somebody wrote, I'm sorry, NPR, I won't be sending my annual contribution this year. I'm deeply, deeply regretful that I ever funded an organization that sees America's Declaration of Independence as flawed or hypocritical by now. Um, somebody else wrote, this is the greatest document ever created by man. Maybe focus on that a little bit more next time. Um, then somebody else wrote... Uh, maybe the document wasn't flawed, but humans are. But hurt might be that it's a little tone deaf NPR. Read the room. It's a birthday party. We are all a family. We need some good moments to remember. We want this to work, please. And uh, then there were a lot of tweets saying defund NPR and so on. And um, And then someone else wrote, I'm starting to think they actually see the Founding Fathers as some sort of gods that could do no wrong. Now, that obviously is from someone who supported um, uh, NPR. But, you know, think about this. Uh, seeing the Founding Fathers as some sort of gods that could do no wrong. So what's next? If we trash the Declaration of Independence, is the next thing on the horizon trashing the Constitution? I mean, America, um, I mean, that is the, the agenda of peop some people, uh, some people who are apparently gathering a louder and louder voice. It's not just to trash the Declaration of Independence and the flag. It's to trash, it's to get Americans to lose their footing and to then be able to come in, or <laughs> they're actually already in here, <laughs> and to be able to... Um, to loosen us, to, de to destroy the Constitution, to destroy the freedom. All right, when we come back, I will talk about these other institutions and what they have done uh, to trash America on its birthday. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. 
And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch from your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, uh, trying to impassion you about the uh, trashing of America, doing something about it. Uh, Today's show is is Patriotism Dead, Trashing of America by Americans. Um, I was talking before about uh, what National Public Radio did. Now I'll tell you about what the New York Times did. They wrote a story... um, called A Fourth of July Symbol of Unity That May No No Longer Unite. They are saying that the flag, which was once a unifying symbol, has become a divisive symbol. Now, um, they mention, you know, this came out on on, uh, July 3rd, okay? And the the agenda of this article, even though it's trying to uh, pretend that it is just kind of a um, a factual article, right? The New York Times. Uh, you wouldn't expect anything less, right? Um, but really what it's doing is trying to convince people not to fly the flag. It talks about people living on Long Island who have become hesitant about flying the flag outside of their homes or businesses. And this is because, um, you know, it has become... Uh, for some, at least, a symbol of uh, politics. And they did it. There was a study that was done that showed that 66% of Republicans associated the flag with the Republican Party, and only 34% of Democrats said that they associated it with their party. Now, you know, this is really, I mean, we have really gone off the deep end. The American flag, hello, is for um, everybody not one party or the other. And yes, unfortunately, um, it has, especially of late, it has, um, it has uh, turned out or is turning out that the Republican Party feels more, um, cares more about upholding traditional American values than some in the Democratic Party, not all. There are a lot of Democrats who who take pride in the flag and take pride in the national anthem. But there are some Democrats who are basically taking over the Democratic Party, who are um, who, who are progressive leftists, 
uh, whatever you want to call Marxist, um, whatever you want to call it, and they are hijacking the Democrat Party. So um, this is all true, but at the same time, still, <laughs> until you hear otherwise, the flag is really for all of us, and it should be respected. And it is really sad that we um, should have fear, you know, or think twice about putting it out um, on our outside of our homes, outside of our businesses, um, because of a fear of being attacked by mobs, for example. Um, this is we've been become uh, oh, we've become cowed, <laughs> and this is obviously not good. Um, now, you know, I remember when I was growing up, and even um, you know, as at least through high school, uh, when my grandfather was still alive, my grandparents had a house. Um, in New York, above, uh, just north of New York, in Lake Mayo Pack, and we were on a lake, and we had a patio on a lake, and we had a flagpole on that patio. And my cousin and I used to raise that. We would go there for a lot of weeks in the summer, and we went there during the winter on weekends, and um, oftentimes when we were there, my cousin and I, um, who was around my age, would raise the flag. And so say the salute to the flag, you know, like we used to do in uh, school every morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I'm sure there are some of you who remember all that. Um, this is what, and, and, and the point of that is when we used to say that, you know, it's not like indoctrination. It's not like, uh, um, not like what people are wanting to have today, but in, in terms of uh, being indoctrinated to other, other than democracies, what it, when when you stood with your classmates and said the pledge of allegiance and saluted the flag, put your hand over your heart and saluted the flag, and sometimes sang songs like the national anthem, um, that made everyone in the room feel good and proud. And by doing away with all of these traditions, all of these good old American traditions, the um, uh, Norman Rockwell painting kinds of traditions. We are we are just uh, losing that pride. We are losing our connection to each other. We are losing our bonds. Um, and 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 people are out there more and more. Apparently, as became more evident to me on on this July Fourth weekend, people are out there uh, aggressively trying to destroy this. Okay, so. I mean, not that I didn't know that before, but it all in one one blast of all of these institutions, it, it's just overwhelming. Um, so it said in that in the New York Times article they wrote, "What was once a unifying symbol, there is a star on it for each state. After all, is now alienating to some. Its stripes now fault lines between people who kneel while the Star Spangled Banner plays, and those for whom not pledging allegiance is an affront." Um, they, so, of course, there were lots of tweets in regard to this. So, um, for example, uh, someone wrote, apparently loving our country's flag is now offensive, disgusting. Somebody else wrote, flying the flag is just a clue that we actually love our country. There's that. And several other tweets, you know, critiquing uh, at least, at least there were tweets. You know, at least there were people pointing out 
um, how how negative this article was and its little secret agenda of trying to get people to not fly the flag. Then um, PBS, okay, that's the next one. Um, PBS, they do a special um, on television. They do a special for July 4th every year, and um, they play the Star Spangled Banner. Well, this year they did do that, and they played, they had someone singing the Star Spangled Banner at the opening of the show. And then, as if, you know, that wasn't enough, they had to have what's um, called the, what has the nickname as the Black National Anthem. It's actually a call, a song called Lift Every Voice and Sing. It, that was first written as a poem in 1900 by a man who became a leader of the NAACP. Uh, James Weldon Johnson, and at the end of the broadcast, they had um, Vanessa Williams singing the Black National Anthem. Now, you know, there's really only one national anthem, and it is for everybody, not just black, white people, or uh, other kinds of people, it's for every, peop- every people, yes, everyone. Um, so the Twitter Twitterverse, you know, of course, got upset about this, and I'm glad to hear that. Uh, for example, somebody wrote, there's only one national anthem that covers everyone. It doesn't matter what color you are. There's no black national anthem, like there are no white anthems, Spanish, Korean, German, Italian, etc., etc. We have one that covers all Americans. Um, somebody else wrote, I view this as divisive, creating a culture only caring about skin color. You know, it's so true. Uh, these people who, who complain about the um, Declaration of Independence and about how, you know, people weren't all equal then and so on, they're, um, during the years when there was racism in America, and yes, I know, <laughs> some people think there is, and there is still to some degree racism in America, but, but we don't have slaves and we don't have racism like we used to have where people couldn't sit at the same, black people couldn't sit at the same counter as a white person, and so on. There has definitely been progress. And, um, and what's happening now with Black Lives Matter and, um, and now these various institutions that, of course, are not mentioning Black Lives Matter uh, as having been um, a voice in their deciding to do what they did uh, for July 4th weekend, that is making more racism, certainly also the... Um, the uh, critical race theory, all of this, all of these things are drawing attention to people's skin color. Well, we had made so much progress from back in the day when black people were slaves and we weren't looking at skin color as much. I know there are people saying, oh, we are, there's still systemic racism. Um, but really, <laughs> really, uh, people don't, haven't been, people have not paid as much attention to the color of people's skin as they have done in this past year. Ever since George Floyd, that incident, um, and that was, that excuse for all of these protests and riots and looting and everything else, ever since then, our country has been paying more attention to racism than ever, to, no, uh, to skin color than ever before. And yes, in some ways, it's good for everybody to check themselves to make sure you're not doing something inadvertently that's racist. Absolutely. But it really has been creating more racism than there was before. 
Um, so other tweets said that this uh, having this uh, double songs, you know, this black um, national anthem, so-called black national anthem, was uh, creating racism. This is ridiculous. There is no black America. There is no black national anthem, and there is not a black nation, one person tweeted. There is one nation under God. Everything this woke culture does is something to divide us. I will not be watching as you create racism. Somebody else wrote, what a farce. July 4th is for all Americans, regardless of race. Not singing, not singing the national anthem is discriminatory toward everyone who is not black. So every skin color and nationality should have its own national anthem. So where do you stop? These, I'm reading tweets. Um, then, uh, of course, of course, it, the connection was to Juneteenth. And um, Juneteenth, June, June 19th, this is a holiday that has just been passed, signed, a bill signed by Biden uh, two days before June 19th to call the celebration last in this past month um, National Independence Day. Now, apparently, this, I don't know if this is another example of Biden's uh, encroaching dementia or what, but we already have an Independence Day, Joe. <laughs> um, anyhow, they were... They were um, Going on, you know, talking about Juneteenth, I mean, the point of Juneteenth is to commemorate the official end of slavery in the United States when the last group of enslaved African Americans learned of their freedom under President Abraham Lincoln's 1863 Emancipation Proclamation. So that is the date, um, but calling it a National Independence Day to uh, compete with July 4th was... um, Obviously not right. So um, let me see if there was something else. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Another tweet was, uh, so Vanessa Williams was the one who sang this Black National Anthem. And so another tweet was, Karen would like to speak to Vanessa Williams' manager. You know, that is relating to um, the idea of Karen, people who complain, white women who complain and ask to speak to the manager. Um, all right, that's pretty much it for the, um, for PBS. Then we're going to go to the fireworks. We're going to go to this, uh, National Geographic. You know, who could, (laughs) National Geographic seems like, as Americans, (laughs) or as stable, or um, reliable, as, you know, pretty much, uh, especially, especially these days with um, media being so politically motivated, you wouldn't think National Geographic would get into the act. But they are claiming that July 4th fireworks are racist because their smoke, quote, disproportionately targets communities of color. So they did a tweet, National Geographic did a tweet, and they um, connected it to uh, an article, and the article was, uh, well, they tweeted, first of all, quote, scientists found that vulnerable people and communities of color are disproportionately exposed to air pollution from fireworks celebration, and they included in their tweet a link to an article about a study that said that communities of color 
and vulnerable populations with higher rates of asthma, older residents, and children are exposed to higher levels of smoke from firework displays than other groups. Now, that may well be true, but it's not because they are targeted. Just hold on here. The study was done by um, researchers at the University of California's Irvine campus, and they concluded that law enforcement should crack down on illegal displays, illegal displays, and that municipal and corporate displays should be replaced by drone light shows. Yes, drone light shows would be just as exciting as fireworks, right? Um, so um, they, you know, got lots of criticism and so on. I'll tell you more about the article in a minute. Uh, some of the tweets that they got were, what happened to the old National Geographic, where we talked about animals and how amazing they are? Another tweet was, honestly, I am a scientist, and this is beyond ridiculous. Another tweet was, let us enjoy the damn fireworks. Um, so, you know, I have done, as a psychiatrist in my training, um, you know, having a, uh, uh, being graduated with a bachelor's in psychology uh, with honors, and um, in medical school to some degree, and then also in my training as a, for a master's in public health, I have done and read a lot of research. So I know how to critique a research study, a research paper. And so the, um, the article, the study begins, it's no secret that fireworks can cause some serious air pollution in the United States, as well as in other countries, where holiday displays are common, like China and India. But not everyone is equally at risk from the noxious particles that suffuse the sky during our pyrotechnic light shows. In California, for example, vulnerable populations are more exposed to fireworks pollution on the 4th of July. Now, the way this study worked, and it was clearly a very poor study, they put an, a, home air, a home air monitoring system in the homes of 751 families across California during June and July of 2019 and 2020, okay? Now, these particles that are emitted from fireworks contain metals like strontium, barium, and lead. Obviously, these are not good things to breathe in. Um, the increase in, you know, in the measurement of, of these uh, that they did in these uh, through the air monitoring system showed that the increase of these particles was most pr pronounced in southern counties, which tend to have less strict firework-related regulations and a greater use of illegal fireworks. I agree with that. But that is typically because um, these counties... Have, there are socioeconomic factors in these counties, and they, these are typically people who will buy illegal fireworks and set them off in their backyard. It is not because anyone is targeting um, people of color uh, by having fireworks directed towards the, their communities. Well, we need to take a break now. When we come back, I'll finish with the fireworks and get to the next uh, example of people and organizations trashing America. So stay tuned. Ask the 
experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We are talking today about, is patriotism dead? Trashing of America by Americans. I am on a tear after coming across all of these things on July 4th weekend. Not that these, not that some of these things are not that, uh, not that this issue um, hasn't been an issue, hasn't been a problem for quite a while now. And if you listen to some of my previous uh, shows, I talk about some of these things there. But the, the new things are the things that were done specifically in relation to July 4th, trashing July 4th, trashing the birthday of America, trashing America in all different ways. So um, I was talking to you about the fireworks, about National Geographic claiming that uh, America or white people um, are... Um, targeting uh, uh, homes, counties, where black people, black people, people of color, and so on, live. Um, and, and as I was pointing out, that yes, all of the things, and first of all, it was a very poorly done study, but all of the things that they're saying about, you know, how fireworks do um, uh, you know, give off some particles that aren't healthy and so on. But, you know, it's, it's not really something major to work, to, to, to get worked up about. Um, but, you know, yes, it's, it's worse in some, in terms of the big, you know, the big displays, the Hollywood Bowl, for example, or other places where they have big fireworks. Um, I mean, people who go there know that they are going to be, uh, they're going to be sprinkled, um, 
you know, it's, it's not really a big deal. But the point of the, July, of the National Geographic tweet, which cites this article, is to again complain about America. We are targeting black Americans, and that isn't true. Now, um, then came this article uh, about Cori Bush, who is a black woman, a Missouri congresswoman, and her tweet um, said basically that she is not going to celebrate Independence Day altogether. Forget about turning your back on the flag or not singing the national anthem. She wrote, she tweeted, when they say that the 4th of July is about American freedom, remember this, the freedom they're referring to is for white people. This land is, to- is stolen land and black people still aren't free. Now, again, I am not saying that in certain, that there is not, I'm not saying that racism doesn't exist at all in America. I am saying that we have come a long way from the time that black people were slaves. And that, um, and that really all the things that have been going on in this past year ever since, uh, the George Floyd incident has really been making, bringing skin color to people's attention and creating more racism than it dissipated. And particularly now on July 4th, uh, a lot of these things that I've been talking about have really gotten um, people angry, at, at least in terms of tweets. But, you know, okay, so people got angry and they tweeted and I read you some of the tweets. But then what? What are people going to do besides tweet? I'm trying to tell you, I, I hope that you will see that it's much more important that we all do things. We each do what we can do. To have, to retain, to cherish uh, American values, our flag, the national anthem, and various other things that are that are Americana. Um, you know, there was a, a something on I saw uh, on the internet this weekend about um, it was a, a series of photographs. There had been this couple in the 1950s who went across, who went on Route 66 and took photographs of uh, all the shops, you know, the uh, hair salons and, and the candy stores and, um, you know, <laughs> that's what they were once called, um, candy stores, and um, uh, just all different kinds of shops, mom-and-pop shops, basically, uh, that they found on Route 66. And they were beautiful. They were, and, and what was so striking about them was that they were so innocent compared to how life is today. There were, again, not to say even in the 1950s that there, I mean, there, yes, there was racism then. But, um, but the, the way that people, I mean, these were, there were, they were pictures of white and black people together. <laughs> uh, they didn't seem to be having any problems with each other. And, um, and it was just a more innocent time when people weren't this angry as they are today and when people weren't trashing America. Um, so anyway, getting back to Cori Bush. So she was saying she's not going to celebrate um, Independence Day altogether. Now, Cori Bush, just to remind you, is the same person. She is a very, um, she's far left. And she is the same person who said in May that when she was referring to mothers, you know, for Mother's Day, she referred to them as, quote, birthing people, unquote. Uh, Not mothers. Then in June, she called for reparations after Juneteenth was named a federal holiday. 
we're going down a very slippery road, folks. Now, again, she is a perfect example of what I was saying before in terms of how people who are trashing America are people who have benefited almost the most or amongst the most, who have benefited from the freedoms and opportunities of America. I mean, here she is, a black congresswoman, and she's complaining about, you know, the unfair deal that blacks get. Really? Then how did you get to be a congresswoman? Um, okay, let's see. So someone wrote, uh, tweeted in response to her tweet, should the United States be dissolved, in your opinion, and people deported to their ethnic country of origin? Someone else wrote, there are plenty of black Americans who have taken advantage of freedom to succeed. Barack Obama, Kamala Harris, Clarence Thomas, to name a few. How is there systemic racism when we had a black president, vice president, SCOTUS justice, and SCOTUS justice? Because of hard work and opportunity, stop lying. Somebody else wrote, if white supremacy was really running the show, you wouldn't be allowed to post this, much less as a congresswoman. Uh, Black people aren't free. Your district hasn't had a white representative in over 50 years. You, a black woman, went from being a nurse to being elected to one of the highest offices in the country. How much more freedom are you looking for? You're one of the most powerful people on the planet. The blood of so many of every color was spilled to provide you that opportunity. How sad to not recognize their sacrifice and instead promote racial division. Which brings me, perfect segue, to um, some additional uh, things that weren't necessarily directed, weren't specific to uh, July 4th, but they relate. Um, These Olympic athletes who are showing such disrespect for the flag, the national anthem. Um, for example, Gwen Berry, who tur- she's a, a um, oh, she is a hammer thrower or words to that effect. I can't remember what her exact. I'm looking at my tweet where I tweeted about her. I said, what's worse than Gwen Berry turning on flag and national anthem? Biden back, oh, oh yes, I tweeted this when um, Biden backed her after she turned her back on the flag and the national anthem, Biden backed her. Um, There was the White House spokesperson said that Biden would say patriotism is recognizing America's sins. When President okays such disrespect, we know he's... Well, I'll I'll leave that. You can go to my Twitter feed if you want to see uh, some of the details. And then just more recently, the uh, the latest thing, this was today... That I tweeted this. It was about a story. It was connected to a story about called from the New York Post that said members of the U.S. women's soccer team turn away from the flag. And so I posted that and I wrote, bad enough U.S. women's soccer team turns away from flag, but to do it while 98-year-old vet, veteran, plays national anthem, he risked his life so these entitled girls can have a hissy fit. They don't deserve to go to the Olympics. Embarrassment for America. And I put at two ats to uh, Team USA and to the Olympics. And that itself, uh, representing America with and, and showing that your disrespect for America, I think all of these athletes who are doing this should just not be allowed to go. We have plenty of good athletes. You know, if, uh, yes, they were, you know, the ones who are on the A-team, who are supposed to go um, are supposed to be the best. 
but we have plenty of others behind them who might do even better. Well, I'm going to close now with um, the song, the rest of the song that we played at the beginning, um, which is uh, the song Am I the Only One by Aaron Lewis. And um, please, you know, go after, after the show, please, you know, call this, Google this, and listen to the whole song again. And if this doesn't make you cry, have chills down your back uh, or all over you, um, then uh, really you haven't been paying enough attention to what's been going on in America. So please play this, and more importantly, please go out and do something. Join groups. There are groups out there all over America who are trying to do something about this and people who are singing about it. So we'll play this now. Thank you for listening. Singing along Every time they play a Springsteen song Am I the only one Sitting here Still holding on Holding back my tears For the ones who paid With the lives they gave God bless the USA I'm not the only one Willing to fight For my love of the red and white And the blue Burning on the ground Another statue coming down In a town near Watching the threads of old glory Come undone I'm not the only one I can't be the only one Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.